Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, your host, and I'm very happy that you are able to tune in with us uh, Thank you for joining. Please stay with us for the whole hour because we have uh, some special things in place for you. And of course, we have the free offer for today. Uh, I may like to mention it right now uh, from the beginning. It's a wonderful book uh, called God's Gift in Time. We'll come a bit later on with the code for this uh, free offer, which we have for today. Stay tuned. And uh, also you can be part of this program uh, by sending us a text message with your question, your inquiry, whatever a thought you have in regard to the discussion which we'll have today. The number where you can send a text message is 048880811. Again, this number 048880811 on the same number you will uh, request the free offer when we'll give you the code for uh, this book but i'm very happy to welcome in the studio here with us today uh, my co-host uh, david lima david is the director of uh, family voice australia and it's good to have you with us david well it's great to be with you nick and lovely to be with you in person for a change absolutely but we always enjoy talking uh, if that's necessarily via phone or zoom because you travel quite a bit uh, mm-hmm. david and uh, you spend time in a beautiful uh, city of uh, augusta Portagasta, yes. Portagasta, Portagasta, as you like to say it, you know, and uh, yes, yeah, sometimes um, distance is um, it's a barrier, yeah. uh, but it's always good when you are in the studio here, face to face, you know, and uh, we enjoying um, talking, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, together. Today it's a very interesting um, uh, question which we are going to ask uh, David. In a non-stop world, how do I observe mm-hmm. Sabbath? Yes, that's a good. Now question. we discuss um, for the whole week. Uh, um, under this theme of uh, um, you are not a robot and we act or we may live like robots mm. sometime mm. we are um, pushed to the boundaries you know uh, to live like a robot and uh, 24-7 and m- most of the times it's only our fault mm. <laughs> right. there are circumstances where you can be maybe pushed into that sort of uh, go 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 mm. uh, but generally uh, we choose yes. to live this sort of life. And uh, how is your um, uh, experience, uh, David, with this sort of thinking mm-hmm. in, in these days when uh, uh, pressure is on, you know, we live very fast? Well, Nick, uh, in the 1970s, we were all talking about the great leisure generation where machines would be doing all the work for us and we'd be so bored, we'd be struggling to know what to do with ourselves. Well, that generation must have come and gone without me even noticing because people are now working harder than ever. Mm. They're doing lots of unpaid work if you're, mm. if you're in a job and people are working more than one job. When I went to university uh, 30 or 40 years ago now, I think it was, uh, we would be there and we would enjoy socialising between lectures and tutorials, sitting around, having a leisurely lunch and talking about the problems of the world. Well, 
Universities are very different now. I'm just choosing that as one aspect to answer your question mm. because now everyone zips into university for a lecture or a tutorial and then rushes out to one of their two or three part-time jobs uh, or possibly they're just doing it all online because it's so much more convenient. So we're squeezing more and more into, into the day. But w- what we're not doing is we're not reflecting. Who today in their studies, if they're a student or if they're working in a mm. job, has time to reflect? And yet that's really what the Sabbath is all about in my view, and I guess we'll come to that as the program unfolds. Sure, sure. And David, you yeah, you travel a, a lot and uh, from different uh Groups, you know, visiting different groups, uh, different churches, uh, um, lobbying, you know, with um, with the political uh, arena, um, because you are the director of Family Voice Australia for South Australia and Northern Territory. And now this is a very important role, I will say, uh, David, because a family uh, today is not what used to be either. That's right. And, uh, you know, family, it's a nucleus of society. Yes. And Sabbath family, they are very well connected. Exactly. You know, uh, in Genesis, if we look right at the beginning of the Bible, at the creation, when God created all things, the first two institutions, they were about family yes. and Sabbath. That's right. Both of them are in big danger. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, the Sabbath should be kept ideally in mm. the home. Mm. The home is the primary, not the church, the home is the primary focus for Sabbath keeping. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And that's what I uh, I want to connect mm. this thing, you know, uh, because uh, uh, other in other programs we talked a bit more about family and, uh, you know, the role of the family in uh, society. Mm. Uh, but Sabbath, also have this um, connection, as you mm. just said, you know, mm. with the family, and we should mm. um, go back yes. to the uh, reality of life, to yes. say so, yes. and uh, practice these things. Mm. Uh, and we may talk today, we may invite people today to experience this, mm. uh, to um, to have a wonderful Sabbath together yes. in the family, mm. uh, in homes. Mm. But even before we are going to deal with some questions uh, David I was privileged like just to watch a few days ago I, will, I just I don't know out of the blue just came to my um, phone you know a video clip mm-hmm. and it was a gentleman who I'm going to actually play a recording because I just did a recording with him for a few minutes mm-hmm. uh, we connected straight away he lives in Romania he was a businessman and uh, entrepreneur mm-hmm. and uh you know, did a lots of things in life. You know, he lived very fast. Uh, and I thought uh, I will have a, a quick interview with him because he experienced something different in his life in regard to the Sabbath. Oh. Uh, please stay with us. We are going to play this recording with uh, uh, Ciprian Pulbere and we'll be back uh, here in the studio with David uh, just in a few minutes. This is Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. It's my privilege to welcome to our program today, from Romania, Ciprian, and uh, welcome to Drive Time, Faith FM program. Hi. Ciprian, I was thinking how to introduce you to our listeners. And I have a long list because um, after our discussion, um, before we recorded this, I find out that... uh, you were a businessman, innovator, even from childhood, uh, 
passionate of flying, uh, involved with um, aeromodelism and all those things. But what I would like to say, to welcome you like a brother in Christ. And this is the, the most important thing. And I will call you my brother Ciprian from Romania. Good to have you with us. I'm happy to have this connection uh, with you and uh, with uh, all of Australia. You see, um, Jesus uh, all the time make connection between people and it doesn't matter where they are. Absolutely uh, right. So nice. And I like so much these, these things. We can consider brothers and sisters no matter how many kilometers are between us. Absolutely. We are closer. For the whole week, uh, Ciprian, we were talking about um, you are not a robot. Now, when uh, we had this statement, people may think, what do you mean? And <laughs> we approach uh, quite a few interesting questions in regard to the Sabbath, the biblical Sabbath. And We as um, human beings in these days, we live almost like robots. We are in a go, go, go 24-7. And I know, as I said a bit uh, earlier, you were uh, that kind of person living very fast and try to achieve uh, everything what's possible uh, in this life. But what intrigued me the most when I watched one of your interviews that you had a radical change in your life. And there are a few questions which I may like to ask you today, uh, Ciprian, if that's possible. As a busy man and not interested in spiritual things, maybe in your life, but seeking only, you know, success and to achieve uh, the best things as fast as possible, how did you find the need of Sabbath rest in your life? It's a very good question because uh, all my life I was searching for success. Uh, when I was young, uh, at the school, uh, I tried to be all the time the first one. Mm-hmm. Then in the sports, uh, I do the same. And uh, I must recognize that I was very happy when the, I was the first. You know, um, the success is something like a drug. When you reach, uh, you maybe have money, maybe you have success. But uh, when I realized that uh, 60 years old, you know, not uh, too far ago, <laughs> um, that I am not happy. And this is the problem. All the time we fight for money, we fight for uh, success, we fight to be recognized by the others, and uh, we are not happy. Mm. If you have the money, you must work for it. When you have too much money, you must watch what you are doing with your money, and uh, you don't have the time to be happy. And um, I was a lucky one, and uh, I find a guy that uh, when I explain a little bit that things uh, go up and down. All my life was like this, mm. up and down, and all the time with success, you know. I put a lot of questions if something go wrong with my partners, with the society. At, at the end, I found something that uh, the problem was in me. And uh, that's the problem. Why? Because all the time I try to do by myself everything and with my force, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a good health. Uh, I learn a lot. And I think that uh, I can move the mountain, you know. And uh, on this fight, all the time, I don't have time for me and my family and for my wife. We are like robots. I can say this. Mm. But this friend explained me that uh, my life is not in order with what it's right in the Bible. I have read a lot of books. 
But I must tell you that first time when I write 40 years ago uh, the Bible, I write like a novel, you know, too many names, sometimes very hard to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. But I cannot see that inside is something very useful for me and for my life. I must thank to this friend that uh, opened my eyes and uh, together we have started to see that there are many things right down there in the book. And um, I realized that I must connect my life with everything that Jesus teaches us. And I understand that I must follow the steps of Jesus. And in this condition, my life uh, became uh, not with this too high, too high, <laughs> but uh, I can live. I have the passion. Uh, I uh, realized that my relation with my wife is better and better each day. Uh, and I must recognize uh, from the, that moment, uh, everything uh, became normal. Mm. This moment, uh, I realized that uh, the weeks has uh, seven days now. And one, it's made for us. God made the Sabbath for us. We are not made for Sabbath. It's for us. It's for us to realize what's the importance of God in our lives. What's uh, the value of good things that we can learn if we go to church and uh, try to understand things that if you read alone the Bible at home, you cannot understand. But if you go to Sabbath school, for example, mm -hmm. you can see that people that are doing this about life, they can understand the things that are important in your life. In that moment, my life changed. Okay, can I ask you then uh, another question? Um, many people will say that the Sabbath was um, for the Jews. I mean, you don't have a Jewish background, do you? No, no, no. no, what's, no, uh, no. what's your... What's your understanding uh, from your experience uh, keeping Sabbath uh, uh, right now, uh, coming from an uh, Orthodox background, I believe, uh, in Romania? I, uh, and uh, would, you, would you say that the Sabbath was not only for the Jews? No, you see, the Bible is for all the people of the earth. Hmm. It's not only for the Jews. And we find in the Bible many places where it's right down there that... Uh, It's good for all the people, for all the people around the world, not only for the Jews. Mm -hmm. at, at the end, uh, I, I was in uh, Israel. I know the Jews. I have seen how they act even in Romania. And uh, I must tell you that sometimes uh, even they, they, they love to respect Sabbath, but they don't respect all the time what Jesus says. Mm. And in this condition, I want to follow the Bible. You know, only the Bible is the the main book of the earth. You know, when you buy something, you get the instruction. I must tell you that I consider the Bible the instruction to live correctly on the earth. Mm. And in this condition, we love one each other. We don't fight one each other. We help one each other. And uh, we do the same love as Jesus has uh, made for us. All the time. And Absolutely. I believe that all the people can uh, experience that in their life. Uh, I'm ashamed that only when I became old, I realized that was his intervention in my life. Mm. He saved me many times. And in this moment, I realized that it was his hand. That's very important what you just said now. Now, let me also ask you, uh, uh, Ciprian, uh, in this 
non-stop world, you know, just going 24-7, um, how do you observe Sabbath? Can you share with us just very uh, briefly what's your experience mm-hmm. in uh, observing Sabbath? Uh, when I arrived first time in uh, an Adventist church, in that evening I uh, I don't sleep and I uh, read everything about the, our church, how many Adventists are on the world. Even I understand correctly what is the meaning of Advent. Mm. And um, I realized that there are other things that are important to be in your life and then uh, do your problem. In this moment, I put God on the first place and then I have the time to do all the other things, you know. Uh, and I realized about these years that uh, this is happening absolutely normally. If you don't want to do in this way, it's your problem. I found this way and uh, I'm happy. That's wonderful. And in an Adventist church, it's this practice to uh, keep Sabbath from Friday uh, evening, the sunset, to Saturday evening, uh, sunset. And um, yeah, I believe that's very important too. I'm not going to go into this right now, but maybe another um, occasion. But just to finish um, for today, because we have short time uh, allocated for this, I want to ask you another question here. Now, just because of culture or different upbringing coming from a different uh, religious background or cultural background, do you think that we miss out of uh, amazing blessings which God um, provided for us all through the scripture in regard to Sabbath? You know, uh, I'm very happy that in Sabbath I can go to the church. I can learn things that are so useful for my life and for the life of the others. Mm. I can... uh, Divide the experience that I have in my life with the others. And what is a very great happiness, I, I have a very great time with the brothers and sisters of my church. We go and home together, we eat simple things together, mm-hmm. but we have the time to discuss about the Jesus, about mm-hmm. the God, you know. And this is very important. We are not robots. We are human. And God uh, make us like this. And all the time we must thank for that. It's Sabbath, it's like a present for me and my wife. We prepare, we are ready, we sing together, we go to the church, we come back, we meet with the friends. Our life has a social meaning very different as it was before. Because, uh, you know, my, my, my wife has a beauty saloon. Mm. And uh, Saturday was the busiest day of the year, you mm. know. Mm. In this moment, we close it, we change it, our life. We found a solution that my home, all the people around us are quiet. They wait to have a good relation with God. And we are happy together. You know, uh, find your happiness is the most important things in your life. You don't have to time your life here on the earth to be happy. Why to be a robot? Right. Thank you so much, uh, Ciprian, for being with us today. And uh, as we just said, in a non-stop world, how do I observe Sabbath? That's the question for uh, us today to discuss further uh, during this program. But um, I'm very glad that you understand and you paid attention to those people who came across you to invite you to look at the Bible and understand from the Bible what to do, even in this regard. There are many other aspects which I I will uh, like to hear from you, uh, the transformation of your life 
And uh, for those uh, people who would like maybe to hear your story, I will invite them to search for um, Ciprian Pulbere and you'll uh, be blessed by his story. Thank you for joining us today here on Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. Looking forward to have you with us again another time. Bye-bye. God with you. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And welcome back here in the studio, Adelaide, the beautiful city here in South Australia. Uh, I'm with David Lima from Family Voice Australia today, uh, uh, looking at um, a very important uh, question uh, today here on Drive Time, and that's... Uh, in a non-stop world, how do I observe Sabbath? Uh, David, just um, before the interview, we we talked a little bit about the you know importance of Sabbath, of Sabbath and family, all those things. I'd like to right now to give this free offer to our um, listener, and um, it's a book called God's Gift in Time. The Sabbath is the light shining into the earth's impenetrable darkness. Our Creator God gave us a special gift of His love, a gift in time called Sabbath. Even sometimes I like to say that Sabbath is like a citadel in time. A God-appointed time in which to meet with God and worship Him. The Sabbath gives meaning to the sacrifice made on the rough wooden cross of Calvary's mount. It points us to the whole law of God the unalterable foundation of his universal kingdom. It is an eternal description of self-renouncing love. God wants us to enjoy his love, and he gave us the Sabbath. As you consider the Sabbath in the pages of this book, may you be challenged to accept the benefits of the Sabbath for your own life and to share your influence in restoring the Sabbath to its right place in the world around us today. As um, Ciprian, uh, just uh, we had the interview before, he testified uh, how uh, important it is for him now to observe Sabbath and to have that rest in his life and how much benefited him and his family. This book is yours, my dear friend. You just need to send a text message to 048880811 with a code SA. 37. SA stands for South Australia, number 37. No space in between them. And our friendly robot will take you further, ask you maybe a few questions. But this book is yours, free of charge, no obligation. Oh, I love the reference to the word blessing there in your description of that book. Mm. Because the Sabbath is a blessing. It's not a hindrance. Yes. It's not there for the fun of it. Yes. It's not there because God had nothing better to do than to create yet another commandment. For no reason. No, right. it's there for our benefit. Jesus said that the Sabbath was made for man. Mm. And, uh, and your friend um, Kiprian, is that how? Kiprian. Kiprian, yeah. Here in Australia, we would say Cyprian. That's right. I was uh, thinking to, to call him like that, but yes. <laughs> no, we, mm. we use the name as he pronounces it. That's great. Mm. But as he, as he was pointing out, uh, our Lord said that the Sabbath is made for us. Mm. Not we for the Sabbath. Yeah, absolutely right. And actually, the pronunciation in Romanian is Ciprian. I'm emphasizing the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, um, David, uh, let's um, uh, come to to you uh, also here. 
as part of a Christian organization, yes. uh, David, mm-hmm. uh, what is your view of the Sabbath? Yes. Well, as a Christian organization, we take seriously what the scriptures say, mm. and the scriptures begin with that creation week describing God's sovereignty over all things. And on the, on the seventh day, God rested. It's worth reflecting, I think, for a moment on that. It's not that he was worn out, mm. the way we get worn out and we need to rest, and that is part of our fallen situation, that we that we do get tired from work, and, and the pleasure of work has been diminished somewhat by the fall, although there's a restoration process in place. Nevertheless, we do get worn out after a hard week. Sure. But God wasn't worn out after a hard week. Uh, he, he neither slumbers nor sleeps, the scriptures say, mm. and that means that he doesn't need to sleep the way we need to sleep. Although Jesus needed to sleep because he was not only fully God, but he was fully man. Mm. And being man, he needed to sleep. That's the way God has made the world. So God is different in that sense. So he didn't need to rest, but he wanted to rest. Well, what did he do when he was resting? He was looking back over his work and saying, this is very good. He was rejoicing in his work. Yes. So, Nick, if you work 24-7, you never get a chance to reflect. You never get a chance to enjoy your work. Absolutely right. Because you're too busy on the next task. Mm. So God has really set a pattern for us that all of us can look back over the week and, okay, we could have all done better, but... Uh, at the end of the day, you've got to go to bed. You, you can't stay awake all night uh, for too many days. And no, we need to look back and say, well, let's give thanks to God for the good things that have occurred this week. And it's interesting that you're saying that, David, because uh, uh, looking from a human uh, perspective here, as we are so concentrated on me, 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 mm. you know, and get, mm. get, get, mm that um, we're thinking that this is uh, restrictive, yes. actually, to put a day aside, mm. Mm. Uh, to rest, yes. to reflect, yes. to recharge, yes. all those things. When God created us, it's like, you know, when somebody, uh, a manufacturer, you know, builds a car mm. and put together a manual also for that car, mm. you, to benefit of, of exactly. that uh, car, for the best exactly. thing, you know, if you follow that manual. Yes, yes. Now, that's exactly what you, you as mm. you just pointed out, mm. uh, God didn't need it to rest, yeah. but he did it for us. That's right. As even Christ, uh, when he came to be baptized, says, uh, John said to him, oh, you don't need to be baptized at yes, all. Yes. Let's do it for mm. the example, yes. you know, of, uh, of all mm. the people. And that's exactly what it is in the Bible also for, for the Sabbath. Now, when you look from different angles and you can debate this um, aspect Sabbath because Sabbath in the meaning of the word means rest. Yes. That's the meaning of the word yes. rest. And people will have different, will, will have different approach, different attitude mm. in regard to the Sabbath rest. Mm. Now, is there a danger of legalism in, in keeping the Sabbath. Yes. Because we're looking back to Israel, to yes. the Jewish nation, yes. Yes. Uh, how they became very legalistic in certain things and missing out of connecting with the Creator, the one who gave mm-hmm. all these um, commandments and, and benefits for us yes. all. Well, it's certainly a law in, all, in the Old Testament, and mm-hmm. there are a number of laws which surround that. But don't forget, of course, it's, it's number four of the Ten Commandments. And they remain in force, even mm-hmm. though other laws may not be uh, as required as they used to be. We can put it that way. Yeah. Now, the, the danger is, of course, that we will make legalism of anything. 
And uh, the Sabbath is one of those things that mm-hmm. we we can turn into something legalistic. In other words, oh, you're not keeping the Sabbath. Oh, you're not saved. You know, but we're not saved by keeping the Sabbath. We're not saved by doing works. We're saved by the grace of God. Mm. And so, because the grace of God has saved us, we are now free to see what we can learn from Scripture and apply it, not in a legalistic way, but because of the benefit that it will give to us. I, I like how you said that, uh, David, that um, we are not saved because we're keeping the Sabbath. Yes. I mean, we can do all the things in this world yes. by o- our own um, effort, effort yeah. and st- will still be lost. Correct. You know, we are saved only yes. by the grace of God. And mm. we, I think we agree here, and we mm. should agree Mm. Every single Christian should yes. agree on this uh, yes. aspect, and yes. and humanity, you know, uh, to say so. Mm. But the difference is, and I was challenged actually in uh, my life by somebody who put it this way to me. Said, "I, I think you want to be saved. You are legalist. You know, you want mm. to keep the Sabbath to mm. be saved." Mm. And I said, "You see, this is the difference. Mm. You have that impression of me doing that. That uh, I want to keep Sabbath to be saved." And the difference is that I keep the Sabbath because I'm saved, not to be saved. Because I'm saved, because I gave my life to Jesus, to God, and then now I'm free, as you just said, Mm. to to know and to learn more Mm -hmm. of the Bible Mm. and and to apply in my life. Now I keep the Sabbath. I I decided that to keep the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And um, as the the Bible says in John, uh, uh, says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. It's a relationship here. Mm-hmm. And we talked about a bit earlier about the relationship aspect. Mm-hmm. To keep Sabbath in family. Yeah. To enjoy, to look back of mm-hmm. even the things you ha- achieved. You know what I like to, s- to think these days more than before, David? That Sabbath is almost like a time out. Yeah. It's like to reflect of the things which you've done yes. and even... Um, Look at if you, if you've done the right things, you know, I mean, as a Christian and to prepare for the week to come Mm -hmm. to do the, the right things. If you miss out of something, you know, in the week past, Mm -hmm. I think it's a very good way, you know, to, to think of that. Let me just think a little bit further and I may ask this, uh, this question. How is the Sabbath a good thing for us? To keep just elaborate a little bit more because you you alluded to this, but just elaborate a bit. Yes, yes. Well, it's good for us because it's anchored in creation. Mm. It's even more important than the law. Before the law was invented, creation occurred, and there we see the Sabbath. So it really transcends law. It's got nothing to do with law, really. It's got everything to do with the way God has made the world, and we must rest. We mm. need to rest. Mm. God didn't, but He set that pattern for us. We need to rest every day, so that's the daily rest, which is sleep. And then we have the weekly rest, which is the Sabbath. Mm. So what a good day that is when families can relax and enjoy each other. It's it's a pity that our governments don't understand this, uh, although we've just had a change of government here. Uh, I was fascinated. One of the first things the new premier announced was that he said, a holiday will be a holiday under the ALP, and I thought, wow, he's really onto something there. Mm, mm. Because a holiday really correctly understood as a holy day. Correct. So that's where it's come from. And he he's very keen, as a good labor man, to look after the rights of workers, especially those who have to work 
very long hours and, and all week, as it were. And mm. traditionally, labor has protected the rights of those who need to take that Sabbath day off. Right. And this is very interesting. I mean, we may not have time today to even look into this, but uh, when you look at the uh, political uh, aspect and the um, implication of, mm-hmm. you know, of statements, mm-hmm. you know, like what you just mentioned yeah. now with yeah. the politicians in regard to things about rest, Bible, mm-hmm. Sabbath, mm-hmm. all those things. It's very interesting that sometimes you can take out of context things and um, one thing which kind of uh, raise some concerns for me mm-hmm. is uh, if you don't understand biblically the correct thing about uh, Sabbath and you make reference to that mm-hmm. or not only the Sabbath, let's say even other yeah. um, uh, laws, for example yes. uh, the law of um, um, you know not to not to commit adultery, you know yes. or not to look at another woman, you know, or even desire somebody else's wife, you know, like uh, it says the the law. And you see in society, it's so much watered down. It's so loose. Then you can keep going uh, on with life Mm -hmm. and don't paying enough attention to the reality, That's to right. the to the real thing of the Bible, because right. this is where the foundation is. You know, I mean, even when we talk about, you said the holiday and uh, mm. based on the holy day, mm. you know, which God mm. says that mm. that's why that's why God rested and He blessed and sanctified yes. this day yes. to make it holy, mm. a holy day, exactly. not because we men we want to choose any day, you know, mm. and we can say, oh, well, I make it holy. Mm. Of, of course, you can choose any day and rest, you mm. know, have, but if you want to have a relationship with God in this regard, I believe we need to go a bit further, you we know. Do. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and the same is true, well, this weekend, for example, on Sunday will be Neighbor Day. Mm-hmm. And that is a day when we're encouraged especially to be kind to our neighbors. Yes. But once again, you know, it lacks, as you say, the biblical dimension because it comes from the scriptural command to love your neighbor, but you've got to understand exactly what that means from the book of Leviticus, which means that you don't hold a grudge against your neighbor and you don't seek retribution against your neighbor. In other words, you forgive your neighbor. Yes. Now, why should I forgive my neighbor, Nick, after what he's done to me? You know, he's borrowed my lawnmower and returned mm. it dirty and with no petrol in it or something. Mm. No, because as God has forgiven me, I can forgive my neighbor. And that is what true love means. So this weekend we have Neighbor Day, but I think we need to do a lot more soul-searching as a culture before we think we understand what neighbor really means. Right. And the same is true of the Sabbath. We, we need to have a restoration of, of a, a Sabbath theology yes. uh, which pertains to rest and to family and has got nothing to do with legalism. Yeah. It really is anchored in creation. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, David, I'm going to take a short break here. We started a bit uh, late, a bit slow uh, with the interview also and uh, we'll look at the clock now and we have maybe another 15 minutes to go. But I would like to play a song right now and remind our listeners that um, uh, you guys, you can have have that free offer which we um, prepare for you today God's gift in time you just need to send a text message with the code S837 to the number 04888880811 please stay with us uh, don't go anywhere and we'll be back after this uh, beautiful song this program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio 
took his body down The man who said he was the resurrection and the life Was lifeless on the ground now The sky was red as blood along the blade of night As the Sabbath fell Shrouded him in linen They dressed him like a wound The rich men and the women They laid him in the tomb Six days shall you labor The seventh is the Lord's And six he made the earth and all the heavens But he rested on the seventh God rested He said that it was finished And the seventh day he blessed it God rested Sealed the 
Welcome back. This is Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick Krita and our co-host today is David Lima from Family Voice Australia, director of Family Voice Australia for the South Australian Northern Territory. David, it's uh, very good to have you with us uh, today. Thank you, Nick. Now, uh, even as the song put that, uh, David, I was yeah, very interested that the Sabbath is the day of the Lord. Yes. In uh, Exodus chapter 20, verse uh, 10, you know, it, it says it was God who kept the first Sabbath day. Uh, in fact, the Bible says in, in this verse, uh, the Sabbath is so important. It's called the Sabbath of the Lord your God. Yes. Uh, now, the Sabbath was created, uh, David, um, 2,000 years before the Jews. Because we alluded uh, earlier in an interview with uh, Ciprian, uh, that is the Sabbath only for the Jews. No, God intended the Sabbath to be for every creature. Yes. And interesting enough, not only for men, but also for animals, because yes. God, God, and, uh, and for the land. And for the land. Yeah, it, it was about 2,500 years before the, ten, before the Ten Jews Commandments yes. uh, was given, even were given on the Mount Sinai. Correct. And uh, 4,000 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. I believe this is uh, very important. Um, then God blessed, as uh, we talked about, blessed the seventh day, sanctified it, hallowed it. My brother, uh, my eldest brother, he's an Orthodox, and um, many times uh, he used to ask me this question after I start to keep uh, the seventh day Sabbath. I said, why I cannot keep the Sabbath, my Sabbath? Sunday, he referred to Sunday, as you keep your Sabbath. Because he was a farmer, you know, and uh, it was always something to do. Yeah. Always something to do. Even if he was not going like uh, in the labor, you know, with the animals or whatever we do, but he was going to see the fields, he was trying to evaluate this, to do that, or he, would go, he was going to the markets, or who knows where else, and said, why I cannot keep the Sabbath? And at that time, uh, not having much experience myself, you know, in uh, a thought came in my mind, and it was this passage in the Bible that says, I believe you cannot keep the Sabbath, your Sabbath, because it's not blessed and sanctified by God. That was my first uh, reaction. It may be some truth into that. But hey, David, uh, we have a few minutes left, yes. uh, and uh, I just want to ask you another question here, if I can. Is government helping or hindering the Sabbath. Hindering terribly, I must say, Nick, because our governments are just so obsessed with stimulating the economy, growing the economy, and that means that they're stimulating you and they're stimulating me mm. uh, because we are the ones who've got to do it. I was astounded this week to read in the newspaper that here in Adelaide we have uh, the, the same price of houses as London. Can you believe that? Right. And in Adelaide, it is now eight times your household median income to buy a typical house. Wow. To buy a typical house, you've got to have eight times your typical household income, which these days means two incomes. Yes. The banks won't even look at you if you've only got one income, one yes. typical income. Mm-hmm. Uh, so heaven help people, young couples starting off now. It's got to be so tough. In Sydney, for those listeners in Sydney today, 15 times median income to buy a typical house. Wow. It's just madness. Now, 30 and 40 years ago, you could buy a house on the dole. Mm. You'd be receiving unemployment benefits and you could still service your mortgage. That's how cheap houses used to be. 
Now, this has happened under government's watch because governments restrict the availability of land and mm-hmm. that simply puts up the price. And, and um, often it's sold to foreign, foreign interests and rented back to us. So we're becoming uh, you know, slaves to other countries here in Australia. So. And even paradoxal, you know, in Australia, we have so much land, you know. Uh, it's ridiculous. We've yeah. got so much land. Yes. Yeah, and we've built on all the good bits yeah. <laughs> and taken away the farmland. So, yeah, the governments have a lot to, to answer for. They have also forced uh, trading on weekends. That mm-hmm. used to be not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be years ago, I remember this as a boy, that the shops would be open and they'd shut for the whole weekend and they'd also shut for half of a Wednesday or they'd, just, they'd, they'd be open partly on the weekend but they'd, they'd shut during the week. So this has all changed now with deregulation and uh, it's – I mean, I'm generally a free market kind of a thinker, mm, but mm. there has to be some restraint on human stupidity. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to kill ourselves, and this is happening now. So we've got sports across the weekend. We've yeah. got shopping across the weekend. And, yeah, so I remember, don't help. Yeah, I remember myself not that long ago, 20 years ago when I arrived in Australia, mm. as you just said. Yeah. Everything was dead on the on the weekend, That's you know. Right. Well, resting uh, is probably a better word. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was resting. Yeah, it was resting. <laughs> But um, you're right. You're right. Hey, um, uh, the Sabbath is not a boring day, uh, um, David. You know, uh, it should be a blessing. Yeah, it's not, and it's not a restrictive uh, it's way. Freeing. It's it, freeing. Yeah, it was blessed by God uh, to be the happiest day of the week, mm-hmm. and particularly in family. To have family together, to enjoy this uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful time um, uh, together. But it's interesting also, if you look into the Ten Commandments, um, at the Fourth Commandment you alluded a bit earlier about the Sabbath, is the only commandment which refers to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, which means we totally forgot about it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's the most forgotten commandment. Um, in 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 the Bible, you know, right. and that's uh, that's the Sabbath today. But uh, yeah, uh, anything else? I'm just going to mm. say about government involvement. Mm. Uh, when the French Revolution occurred, they wanted to get rid of everything to do with the Judeo-Christian heritage. Yes, and so right, the week's the first thing to go. So they had the metric week. Can you believe yes. that? The metric week of <laughs> ten days. Well, that didn't last very long because you see, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's wrong to try to work. Uh, for nine days and then take the tenth day off. Yes. It's too much. So you can't mess with creation. And then the Soviet Union, back in uh, between 1929 and 1931, they changed, would you believe, from the seven-day week to a five-day week, and then that didn't work, so they went to a six-day week for a while. But, of course, none of this none of this really works because it defies the creational yeah. uh, the way that God has made the world. And, and that's very interesting, again, saying that, David, because uh, all of other things, you know, you can see here even the month, the day, 24 hour, the year. Um, it's it's all, uh, you know, in a, in a constellation or whatever, in the creation of God. Exactly. But interesting that the Sabbath doesn't have that um, um, cycle. Yes. Uh, to look. It's it's set up mm. by God himself. And yes, I believe right. very important, very important. Mm. Um, and it's also interesting, um, the preparation day, which is today, we're broadcasting here on the preparation day, mm-hmm. and we are about to, uh, you know, to uh, open Sabbath um, soon. Yes. I believe, I believe, yeah, 
this is another great loss in our modern world, mm. the idea of preparing, because you cannot rest unless you prepare for the rest. That's right. It's as simple as that. And uh, how, how lovely it would be if we could prepare to rest. Absolutely. Because that way we're making it a priority. Yeah. And we haven't got time during this program to go a little bit deeper into the um, uh, aspect of man intervening, you know, and changing things. As you just alluded, you know, to the Fre- French and the, the Russians, uh, you know, they try to change things. And you know what? Uh, in the Bible says that uh, man, um, it's um, set up you know, to change the law of God. Yes. Times and the law of God. Yes. And um, that's not good. But, uh, hey, if you have a question or uh, you can still uh, send the message to us, we have just a couple of minutes left uh, if you want to do that. Uh, but we'll come back to another program and we'll um, elaborate a little bit more on, the, on this. But, mm-hmm. David, it's so good that you are Thank able you. to come with us and just chat a little bit yes. about this uh, aspect. And uh, uh, may perhaps, God... Perhaps as we're just closing yeah. uh, in these last few words, I must mention the way that the Sabbath is prophetic mm-hmm. of a future rest. Mm-hmm. Because we read this in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 9, there remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. So oh, we're, looking for, we're looking forward to a Sabbath rest. And, and that will be our time in heaven, I believe. So that remains. And therefore, what we do on a weekly basis is prophetic mm. of that in the mm. same way that we sleep and wake. That's prophetic of dying and rising. Yes. And keeping the Sabbath, this is, this is not too well recognized, I would suggest, but it's prophetic of a future Sabbath rest. Oh, that's very well said. Very well said. David, um, yeah, we are almost out of time now, but we still have time for a prayer. Yeah. Now, we talk about rest, mm. and we know that it's so much unrest yes. in this world, True. and particularly to the situation in, uh, in Eastern Europe yes. there with Ukraine and, you know, all that uh, situation there. Would you be able yes, to pray and maybe uplift in prayer, you yes. know, that situation there? Yes. Our God, we thank you that you are the God who grants sleep or rest to those that you love. And we do pray that each one of us will enjoy rest, whether it be the daily rest of sleep at night or the weekly rest of a day dedicated to you. And we pray, we look forward to the, to the, the Sabbath rest that remains for the people of God mm. into the future. And so we ask that we'd be comforted by these gifts that you've given to us, the daily sleep, rehearsing our own death and resurrection, the weekly day of rest, and indeed the eternal rest in your presence. And so with those thoughts in mind, I pray for each of our listeners that they will respond to your gift of salvation and receive these good gifts, that they will indeed respond and receive the gift of salvation. And we pray concerning those who are struggling to sleep or to rest and are very harried about the future Mm. in Eastern Europe. We commit that situation to you and pray that rest and peace will come upon the Ukraine in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, David, for that. That's all for um, from us today, from Nick Rita and David Delima. Please join us again next time when we are going to talk about uh, use and abuse. Is there a place for biblical morality in the third millennium? And we are going to talk, uh, the next question will be, uh, what are the foundation pillars of biblical morality? But until then, may God richly bless you and continue to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
God took six days and created earth and moon and stars and sun. On the seventh day, He rested from the work that He had done. Then He blessed it, made it holy as a gift for every man to remind us where we came from and just how this world began. to 